Hey, veterans. Welcome to the VA Claims Insider Podcast. We are veterans helping veterans get the VA disability rating and compensation you deserve. I'm your host, Air Force Service Disabled Veteran Brian Reese, and each week we share VA disability claim tips, tricks, strategies, and lessons learned to help you win, service connect, and get rated at the appropriate level, even if you've already filed or been denied. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. Again, welcome everybody. Brian Reese here, Air Force uh, Service Disabled Vet, founder and CEO of VA Claims Insider. So welcome guys and gals, appreciate you. Again, Brian Reese here, the VA Claims Insider. We're talking about claims today for plantar fasciitis. Okay, I'm not a doctor, but um, I do know how to search Google. So we'll, we'll talk about those things uh, the, the best we can here. It is the highest honor of my life to get to do this with you guys and to talk through just things that we deal with as fellow vets, all right? Which, speaking of, I want to talk about that real quick. This, uh, this has been a, a weird week for me. It's been a, a weird last couple of weeks. Um, just lots going on. There's, we're growing like crazy. We're serving so many vets. Um, kids are home, right? And so um, for me, you've heard me talk about uh, some of the mental health issues that I suffer from and that I deal with. And, you know, right now, the interesting thing is my PTSD is less of a concern at the moment. What's more of a concern is a mood disorder that I have. Um, And I'm being vulnerable with you today because I'm sure a lot of you don't know that. Um, I have a rare mood disorder called cyclothymia. Okay, cyclothymia, um, it's actually a, a milder form of bipolar, um, but cyclothymia can often lead to bipolar later in life. But essentially, what cyclothymia means uh, in an individual that has it, like me, is your highs are too high, but your lows are too low. Okay. And so if you think of, you know, a normal human being's mood as like a sine curve, right? If you remember sine and and cosine curves um, from your your time in academia, they go up and down like this, right? Well, that's kind of what happens to human beings when we deal with stress, right? Things happen in our lives, whether it's work, a death in the family, kids are sick, stuff happens, okay? And the problem, or what most people do, if you don't have a mood disorder, you'll sort of go like this, right? And you might get depressed for a day or a week, right? And then you're okay, and then you kind of come back. But for the most part, you stay fairly even keeled, right? You stay fairly level set, But for somebody with a mood disorder, you're going to constantly be on this roller coaster, okay? Your highs are too high and your lows are too low, okay? And a lot of vets, right, they don't see that with me. Um, The people who see that with me are those who live with me, right? Like my spouse, 
uh, and my family, people who know me best, understand what it means to have a mood disorder. And so when somebody like me is at a high, a peak of that sine curve, you're manic, right? You're essentially super highly productive. You're able to get a ton of stuff done. You're on laser focused. I mean, there's, there's mornings where I'm up at two or three in the morning, you know, writing because I just get inspired or reading or doing something. But it's like this flurry of activity, right? But then when you come down off of that mania, the, man, the manic state, you hit a very low um, depressive state, right? Extremely low. Um, and, you know, there's times where I really struggle to even want to be productive. Uh, depression, anxiety, insomnia, it's, it's almost like I don't want to get out of bed, right? It's not almost like it, it is like that. Uh, frequent naps throughout the day. It, I mean, it, it depends on if the headaches are involved too. But um, again, the reason why I'm sharing some of this stuff with you guys is I just want to be vulnerable with you all the time. And I want you to know that I'm just like you. I'm a fellow disabled veteran who's struggling with a ton of issues, physical and mental issues. And you know, I'm not just this big badass guy that founded a company that comes on live videos. I'm a real vulnerable, broken, hurt, uh, you know, messed up person in a lot of ways, right? And I know a lot of vets are just like that, which again is, is why I founded this company, y'all. It's to have an opportunity for us to engage about, yeah, the, the positives in life, right? But we're going to talk about the ugly stuff too. We're going to talk about the areas of your life that you don't want to talk about. And maybe there are things that you're discussing for the very first time, okay? And why is that important? Because one of our focal points as a movement is to stop and prevent suicide, and that means military suicide. That also means veteran suicide, okay? And so when I talk about these things, just know that in my heart, that's where it's coming from. It's to really help you understand that you're not alone. You are not alone on this journey, vets. You've got your family. You've got friends if you have them, right? I, I, don't, I don't have very many friends, um, that's another thing people don't really know, right? People can kind of look at me and say, yeah, but you've got, you know, 20 plus thousand followers and you've got all these things, you know, this company, you've got all these awesome employees and, and independent contractors. That's true, right? It's, it's true. But followers, right? Engagers, that doesn't equal friends. I don't have deep lasting, trusting relationships with other human beings, right? And, and one of the reasons is I don't really like to leave my house. It's a stretch for me to go down to the lake and want to go for a walk, right? Um, it's difficult for me sometimes to even get in my head that I'm going to go to the store, right? And these are just, again, things that so many veterans deal with. It isn't just me. 
And so I hope that this message is resonating with you and it's connecting with you, your, your heart and your brain. There's a connection that's going, all right, this is, this is a safe space for me to be in. Right. And, and with what Brian is talking about. So, uh, look, whatever it is that you're going through, if you're comfortable sharing it, you can put it in the chat and you know, maybe it's asking for prayers, um, support, you need help. You just, you want somebody to talk to. Um, and by the way, there is absolutely no shame in calling the confidential suicide hotline. I've called it. It's confidential. You can text it. It's confidential. 24 seven, 365. Um, I don't have the number up here behind me, but if, if somebody can grab the suicide hotline and post it, uh, I would be forever grateful because uh, every single one of your lives matters. You are here for a purpose for a calling, I believe that God has a mission, a purpose, a reason why every single one of us is here on earth. And it's time to start moving in that direction. And sometimes the first step is to take a half step towards admitting you have a problem, right? And that you need help. And that half step for me, um, there's a video where, where Combat Craig and I the Combat Craig and I had a video where we discussed mental health a while ago and some of the shame and the burden we carry as fellow vets. We sort of think we're the only ones dealing with it. We're embarrassed. Uh, we feel like we can't be honest to those closest to us. Um, maybe you're not even able to be honest with a VA provider because you don't trust them, right? Those are real barriers um, that we deal with, okay? That's a real snapshot into my life of this manic state, this depressive state, and it can be really low, but there's just not a lot of centeredness, right? And most people, they're not perfectly centered, right? Most people are going to have things that happen. They come down here, they bump back up, right? And then they're, they're super excited. They're going on a trip and then they're, they're depressed. They're back to work. Then they go down and then they come up, right? But for the most part, the, the range of it is not so severe. It's kind of like this, right? But they're always resetting. Whereas for somebody with a mood disorder, you know, whether it's bipolar, cyclothymia or something else, you're just constantly on this this roller coaster, this emotional roller coaster curve. And uh, look, the, the best advice I can give you, man, is to pick up the phone, to call VA Mental Health, make an appointment, um, and talk to somebody about it. Um, I just had a phone consult with a VA uh, psychiatrist who's going to help um, put on some, uh, some different medications. Okay. So I just wanted to share some of that stuff, uh, before we start talking about VA disability for foot conditions and plantar fasciitis. Um, but the other thing that I want to talk about, right, is VA claims insider. It's no secret who we are, why we exist, how we do what we do, what we do. Um, and I just, again, I want to be open on this live video disclaimer here. We're not accredited agents. I'm not a VSO. I'm not an accredited attorney. We don't do appeals. 
Okay. Um, and there's tons of free resources out there to help you. Okay. So many people want to help. Most of them are accredited and we recommend them. So, you know, the common ones are DAV, uh, Disabled American Veterans, American Legion, VFW. Um, there's also accredited agents uh, who can represent you. And then there's accredited attorneys. Okay. And they can uh, assist you. They can prepare, uh, file, prosecute. They represent you with power of attorney. Uh, for your VA disability claims or appeals, okay? That's why they exist. And they do it for free, okay? You do not need us to do your own disability claim, right? You can do it yourself or you can work with an accredited representative, all right? So that's the first thing I wanna get out there. And then the second thing is we're talking about plantar fasciitis today, which is foot condition. It's a medical condition, okay? I'm not a doctor, so and I'm not a lawyer. So please don't take anything I'm talking about today as medical evidence because it's not, okay? And please also don't take this as legal advice because it isn't, okay? Some of this stuff represents my opinions and my opinions alone. We're talking about VA disability ratings for plantar fasciitis, okay? VA disability ratings for plantar fasciitis range from 0% to 50%. Okay, 50% is the highest scheduler rating under the law that you can have for plantar fasciitis. And then there's breaks at 10%, 20%, and 30%. Okay, now generally your overarching rating, your final VA disability rating is going to depend on the frequency, the severity, and the duration of your symptoms over time. Okay, so the, the VA rater is eventually going to look at all the evidence and come up with their independent assessment of where you're at, right? How severe your symptoms are. Do you have a diagnosis? Can they determine service connection, um, either direct service connection or secondary service connection? Okay, so let's, let's talk about what, how do you know, maybe you're not sure if you have plantar fasciitis. Okay, again, this is not medical advice. These are my opinions based upon the research we've done. And by the way, um, I have plantar fasciitis in my left heel. So uh, I can talk about this because I know exactly what it feels like and it hurts like hell, okay? It hurts like heck, especially in the mornings and especially after you try to do like a walk um, or a jog, if you don't have proper insoles, um, it can be difficult to just even get around if you have plantar fasciitis, especially if you have it in both feet, right? Because now it's affecting how you walk. Um, and it's, you know, you can't even limp. You're, it's hurting both feet, okay? So if you think about the bottom of your foot, right? Just think about your foot right now, whether you're sitting or standing watching me. Um, think about the bottom of your foot. If you've ever rubbed the bottom of your foot, there's a thick band of tissue. It's called the plantar fascia, and it connects the back of your heel with your toes, okay? And that thick band of tissue, think about every time you take a step, there's pressure, there's pushing on that, uh, the plantar fascia. Okay. What happens is 
for a lot of different reasons, some of which we still don't know, right? There's some risk factors I'll get to, but what happens is the plantar fascia tissue in the bottom of your foot becomes inflamed and irritated. And it typically happens toward your heel, um, sometimes right in the center of the heel, sometimes off to the sides. And what this feels like, if you think you have plantar fasciitis, here's a quick litmus test, okay? When you roll out of bed in the morning, you get up and you take your very first step. If it feels like a hot knife is being jammed into the bottom of your heel, especially within the first couple of, of steps that you take, uh, chances are probably good that you have some type of plantar fasciitis, right? And it's very common. And I remember when this started for me, uh, 2017, I think is when it began, 16, 17. Um, and I was talking to my girlfriend at, about it at the time, my now wife. And I was mentioning to her, I was like, something hurts so bad in the bottom of my heel. Like, I don't know what I tweaked. And so she was doing some research about it online. And she's like, you probably have plantar fasciitis. And, and I remember we had this discussion of, I thought only old people got that, right? It's like, you know, you see some of these ads and stuff on TV. Um, but it can be unbelievably painful and it can have pretty extreme limiting conditions on your life. Now, for me, there are some things you can do. In the most extreme cases, you can have surgery, okay, to try to repair it. Um, but there's other things you can do like orthopedics, um, proper insoles. Um, there's lots of different things you can do. The best thing I have ever found to help with this, okay? Now, it doesn't fix it. It doesn't cure it. Um, I am not an affiliate partner. This is my opinion, okay? What I'm about to tell you, I will make $0 off of if you go buy anything, okay? There's an insole that you can buy on Amazon or from their website called Soul, S-O-L-E. And a runner told me about it, okay? When I, I had a, a job at Joint Base San Antonio Randolph, I was complaining to the guy about how much my heel hurt and how I had to stop running and how it hurts to walk. And we're just having a conversation in the locker room. He says, Brian, I've been dealing with plantar fasciitis in both of my feet for the last 10 years. I've tried everything. There's one thing that helped it. I mean, I was like begging for information, you know, go tell me, what can I do? And he told me, you got to go over to the BX or the commissary and get yourself a pair of sole insoles for your shoes. Okay. S-O-L-E. Um, they're designed specifically for folks uh, who are dealing with this. And it can really help you if you're a runner or if you like to walk. Um, but again, that's, these are my opinions. I highly recommend sole insoles, okay, if you're suffering from this. So let's talk though, real quick about plantar fasciitis. What, what, okay, tell me more, Brian. What do I need to know? There are risk factors, right? If you're in an occupation, if you have a job and you're working that requires you to be on your feet a lot, um, your risk, right? Age can be a risk factor. 
uh, lack of, of heel and arc supports, right? Who wore those horrible, horrendous black military combat boots? I did, right? Until we switched to uh, the green machines. Now there's all kinds of different boots that are authorized for different reasons. But those horrible black combat boots, I mean, I don't even think they had an insole in them. And so there may be situations where your plantar fasciitis is due to your service or it was aggravated by your service. Okay. A lot of veterans come into active duty with pre-existing flat feet, but just because you have flat feet doesn't mean you're going to have plantar fasciitis. Okay. It's not, there's a lot of people with flat feet who never get plantar fasciitis, which is that severe heel pain. What happens a lot of times though, is if you have flat feet, you're more prone to developing plantar fasciitis, especially if you're in one of those risk categories. So your flat feet can be aggravated by service, okay? Or, or maybe it's not, right? Maybe it's aggravated by something else. So that's generally what it is. But again, if you've got any kind of heel pain, uh, it's painful motion when you walk. It might even be tender to the touch. Um, for me, my, my wife rubs the, the bottom of my heel. And I mean, it hurts like a mother. Like if, if you take your knuckle and push into the bottom of your heel, I mean, you'll, you'll move back. It can hurt that bad. Okay, swelling, but there are things you can do to try to help icing. And by the way, I've done all these things. I continue to do these things. Icing, um, over-the-counter pain medications, you can potentially get a brace. Um, the, those heel inserts I talked about, there's night splints that you can try to do. Um, I've also personally done cortisone injections, shots directly into the plantar fascia. Now, you'll need to get with the VA. You're going to want to call your primary care doctor, make an appointment, tell him or her what's going on, and probably request a referral to a foot doctor, right? It's a specialist known as a podiatrist. And that podiatrist, that's what they do, right? The podiatrist is going to be the person who can really examine you, check out what's going on. They might do x-rays. Um, to see if there's any type of calcified heel spur um, or anything like that, which I, in fact, do have, right? In fact, at my compensation and pension exam, they sent me for uh, an x-ray of my left foot. And the CNP examiner came out with my x-ray, and he's literally points to the bottom of my heel, which, I mean, it literally looks like a finger sticking out of the bottom of your heel, like this. And, and the doctor was like, do you see that thing? And I was like, yeah, it looks like a hook. What is that? And he's like, that's a calcified heel spur. Now there's some debate as to whether plantar fasciitis causes the heel spur or whether the heel spur causes the plantar fasciitis. Okay. Um, to my knowledge, it's, it's not very well known at this time. Okay. But plantar fasciitis is eligible for VA disability rating purposes under the law. Again, it's from zero to 50%. And probably the thing that you want to think about is, do you have unilateral plantar fasciitis or is it bilateral? 
And the reason that matters is because a bilateral factor can be applied, especially if you have severe. Okay, so if you've got major problems in both feet, it can't be improved, um, it's extremely tender, there's inward displacement, okay, that would be the highest rating you could get under the law, is if you had it in both feet, it was service-connected, and it was the most severe, okay? Um, but you might only, like me, you might only have it in one foot, okay? So if you only have it in one heel, and it's severe, that would be a 20% rating, okay? And again, it can go from 0% to 50%. At the 0% rating, you've got pest planus, flat feet, um, but any of the plantar fasciitis symptoms are relieved um, by heel and arch supports, okay? Um, and by the way, your symptoms might fluctuate over time. It, there may be periods where it's really bad. There may be some mi uh, minor periods where it's better. There may be some, maybe some periods where it feels good, but then it bounces right back, right? That's kind of the difficulty that I've experienced personally with plantar fasciitis is it ebbs and flows depending on activity, your body weight, um, the weather can affect it, um, all kinds of stuff, age, uh, and whether or not you're on your feet a lot, okay? So um, just some things to think about, though, in your VA rating. Now, the last part I want to talk about is talking about uh, plantar fasciitis as a secondary disability, okay? A lot of times, you might have plantar fasciitis that is proximately due to, all right, or the result of another service-connected disability. And one of those that's very common is issues with muscular skeletal conditions. So you've heard me talk about this before, that your feet can affect your knees, and your knees can affect your hips, and your hips can affect your back, and your back can affect your neck, and your neck can affect your head, right, and so on. So you might have a situation where your knee issues cause you to limp. And because you've had to limp, you've developed plantar fasciitis in one or both heels, right? Or maybe it's your hips that have led to that. Maybe you think it's your hips and your knees that have led to that, okay? But whatever it is for you, just be thinking about what that is and then be thinking about how are you going to connect it with a strong uh, supporting statement, okay? Because I think it's important for you to start thinking about that and the elements of secondary service connection, okay? If you're interested in your programs, you can check out our website at vaclaimsinsider.com. If you're watching the recording on YouTube, ask your questions there. We're gonna do our best um, to come back and help. Uh, but I hope this video was useful and valuable to you. If it was, please like it, please share it. Um, we're trying to get the word out there, man, because veterans are, just uneducated about the process. There's nobody really telling you, this is what's going on, this is what this means, this is how the process works, right? We're, we're just sort of left in limbo. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I left the service, it was kind of like you, you get your butt kicked out to the door and, and then you're done, right? They just kick you out and, and that's it, you're done. Um, so anyway, just wanted to, to cover that as well. Please like and share the video. Again, please asking, ask your, uh, your questions. 
and be safe. Be safe out there. We still got COVID going on. Um, please keep wearing a mask if you feel like it, even if you're not sick. Uh, we're, we're trying to, to help from folks who are more vulnerable to it, right? So the mask is probably the best way and then social distancing. I know it's hard because everybody wants to get out there. I get it, um, except veterans, right? Veterans don't want to get out there. You've heard me talk about that before too. My life didn't change with COVID-19. I still hide behind a laptop. I still stay in my house. I still have my comfort zone and I, I really don't leave it, right? So all these people are complaining about the impacts of COVID-19 and how they can't get out and they can't go do what they used to do. If you're a vet, you've maybe felt almost no impact, at least to your, to your social life, if you have one at all. Um, but it has impacted so many people's work, right? Which is, is just terrible. Um, and it's a difficult time for people. It's a stressful time for so many. Kids are back home now with school being out. Um, just please, please do your own mental health checks, gang. If you need help, please call. Um, again, I, I told you, I, I deal with this stuff every day. I literally just had the same call and conversation with my own mental health provider. Okay, gang. All right. Appreciate you all very much. Brian Reese here out from Austin and uh, we'll talk again soon. Okay. See you guys.